Welcome, welcome to the Sim Podcast. I'm your co-host Sirik, and I'm always joined by my co-host Ron. What up, Ron? What's up? This is the podcast dedicated to the National Football League. We do this on a weekly basis, including the playoffs. Let's go! Alright, Ron, this is uh, week 14 of the National Football League. How did you enjoy week number 13? Oh, it was great. It was a great week. All of our teams won. Um, so it was a really good week uh, for our teams, that's for sure. A good team, a good week of a um, good weekend. Uh, I know you don't watch college football, but um, you know it was an exciting weekend for sure for football fans. Yeah, for college football, yeah. Just, I read about it during the draft, I guess. Uh, let's get into some top news. There's just a lot of injuries, right? A lot of uh, COVID-19 and a lot of uh, season-ending in- surgery. So, Washington football team, Fitzpatrick, He's done for the year. I think that they have their quarterback, right? Well, who knows? Um, I, I thought so last year um, that they would, you know, go with uh, Taylor Hankey or whatever his name is. And um, they ended up bringing Fitzpatrick in. So, you know, I wait and see whether, where, you know, whether or not they can improve. So uh, they're a team in the, I think, in that's going to be in the mix uh, somewhere within the you know, depending on how the rest of the season goes, they'll be in the top 15 and probably have a chance to get a quarterback if, if they think they can find someone better. But, um, you know, I feel bad for uh, Fitzpatrick. I think, you know, he may have been what they needed this year to get them over the hump. And it's uh, this might be it for him. Uh, I don't know whether or not he comes back to play for them next year or if he's out there searching for another team or if he just hangs it up. Well, the... They have like a winning streak. They're like in one like this past week. Uh, they who they beat, they just beat the Raiders. So their record, they're six and six now. So, uh, do you think they're gonna sneak in in the playoffs or no? I don't think so. Um, I haven't looked at the schedule the rest of the way. Uh, I, I think they are playing a lot more uh better on on defense for sure and um you know playing a lot better uh you know offensively as well but i I don't know if it's going to be enough to get them into the playoffs i think the nfc playoff pitcher is you know it's um it is open for grabs but there's a lot of really really good teams um you know at least in the top five or top six uh and it's gonna be a struggle to to for them to find their way into it i think yeah and i think the cowboys they're starting to find their the groove so i think they're they're fine there um the other season injury news the ravens lost humphreys the cornerback uh is this gonna mess um for them defensively for sure um I, you know i think it's gonna be a huge loss for them defensively i think the problem with the, their team right now though is 
uh, at least the last few weeks, is like you know what they're doing on offense. So I think they need to f- figure that out. Um, they are in good position right now. They're at eight and fourteen. Um, so they would have to really s- completely collapse, not in, you know, in order to not get into the playoffs. But they're a team that's limping right now. Uh, they started off with like a lot of injuries beginning of the year, and now it, you know they're starting to have some more injuries again to keep players. So um, you know, but I think they'll get in. Uh, they'll, they'll figure right out, figure out a way to rebound uh, from his loss. And Lamar needs to play better. They need to figure out. Uh, what to do offensively differently to get Lamar in a better situation where he's not throwing picks left and right. Yeah, we'll we'll get into it when we do our Steelers review. The other, maybe you should have like a, a little theme song for COVID strikes, but the Chargers wide receiver Allen, he's on the COVID list. Uh, I think they have enough weapons on that team, right? Yeah, and, you know, they are coming off a good win this week too. So, um you know, we'll see. I, I'm, I'm guessing that he's not going to be able to play this week. That's my assumption heading into this week. Um, but, you know, I think, you know, he'll, he'll be back. Um, there's plenty of other teams that have had COVID situations, so they're not going to use this as an excuse uh, whatsoever. Yeah, I mean, I think that this week they're playing the Giants, so it's not like if they're playing the Giants at home, it's not like it's going to be like – divisional matchup that it's a must win i mean they're already vegas already giving them 10 points 10 almost 11 points so i don't think that you know allen getting the covid bug it's not gonna really affect them uh this is your news your top news for 12 7 21 okay ron let's talk about the number one team in the AFC. Uh, you and I watched this game at a bar. Uh, what did you think about the uh, total rushing domination in this game? Um, I thought it was one. I thought it was an entertaining game, uh, even though it was low scoring. Pats win, like you said, fourteen ten. Uh, they only threw the ball three times. Um, I thought the game plan was. You know, I think it was spot on uh, what they needed to do with with the uh, with the weather. And you and I had talked right before the game, or maybe it was like right in the uh, first couple of minutes. I'm like, you know, Mac Jones doesn't really have a strong arm. He's not, it's not like he's Josh Allen that can go, just, you know, throw sling the ball and it'll go right through the wind and not have you know an issue. I you know I thought that he would struggle if he was going to be asked to throw it a lot and. Sure and behold, they they didn't ask him to throw it at all. Just uh, just three times uh-huh, for the whole game. So now this was, um, I mean, this apparently from what I read, he got off the bus and went straight to the middle of the field with his son, the Mullet King, Steve Belichick, and was right there. He decided that we're not going to throw the ball. It, it was like a like an instant. You know, decision, and he's ahead, Ancho. 241 uh, yards, and out of that 241, 222 was rushing. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's unbelievable. I think I saw that they haven't, that hasn't happened three passes since 1970s. Mm-hmm. And the only thing that really concerned me during the game was that. Even when it was third and short, they refused to pass. 
because I, I think I was expecting like maybe uh, you know a fake handoff maybe like something where you have the safeties and the linebackers came up that never happened they were committed to the run yeah and I, I can see why they did it when they were going against the wind um, but when they had the winds at their backs I, I was expecting some play action passes but they just stuck with the run and for the most part though it worked um, you know the Bills weren't physical enough uh, and, and I guess they just don't match up well against the Patriots the Patriots are a really big physical team and the, the Bills you know when they brought everyone down to try to stop the run but they either over pursued uh, completely um, or they just got blocked out of the way and there were some like gaping holes um, for for both of uh, you know Harrison and Stevenson to run through um, you know and, and I do want to give them credit too they ran well but um, I think they the bill problem down this down the road uh. I mean I'm looking at these stats and they New England had 11 first downs compared to Buffalo who had 16 so it's not like Buffalo wasn't moving the ball they were moving the ball uh, they weren't really running it but they were definitely passing it or a mix of um, and they just couldn't they were one for four in the red zone they couldn't put the ball in the touchdown in the end zone what happened well, so they moved the ball in the second half. The first half, they had a lot of missed opportunities to me. Um, they had really able to get the ball, you know, on the Patriots' side of the field and couldn't really do anything about it. Second half, they came out and said, you know, what, we just got to throw it. Uh, Josh Allen can throw uh, in this win. And they they started slinging it. They, they went back to who they are. You know, first half, they were running uh, left and right and, you know, couldn't really muster anything second half they came out and said let you know let, let me get some passes going and josh he was okay um i think he missed a couple passes he did have uh digs drop that one touchdown that may have changed the game if yes, Diggs scored. he scored um but you know i thought he played i thought he missed some passes um and that, he should have run more right and he with six carries but i don't think he had more than two carries like late into the fourth quarter so that didn't make any sense. You you know you want to run the, the ball because of the win. Why not make Josh Allen part of that uh, and run more? Um, they waited until the end to kind of unleash him, and unfortunately he had to play perfectly down the stretch, and he didn't he didn't do that. So um, you go you know the Bills too much on his shoulders offensively. Uh, I've been saying that all year. Uh, they just don't have answers anywhere else, and um, you know they gave up. 222 yards like you said this game last week um they uh what was it 264 against the colts they gave up jonathan taylor ran for uh 185, 185 just, right. just himself so that's not good um that's not good at all um and i think that's gonna be something that every team from here on out is gonna look to to say at least yeah, we, we can run against this team yeah, because you know we were watching the game and we we were like, they're the Patriots are not gonna do like even rush rushing. Oh, they, they did it once, but that was it. Uh, they just played. It was like a high school game, really. It was just smash mouth football. Uh, we're gonna go north and south on you, and you can't do anything to stop it. Mm -hmm. uh, I really, I don't think, 
I think you know it wasn't like a genius game plan, but it was so simple that it was genius. It was like, hey, you can't stop the run when we go north and south. Here you go. Yeah, I think part of it too is just I think they realized throughout the game that Bills were trying to do the same thing, um, and they weren't opening it up. And you know, the Patriots were for the most part um, leading most of the way. So I think. The Bills just did not have the right game plan to start with. I think it took them too long to say, you know, fuck it, let's let's throw the ball. And at the same time, um, you know, you can't have drop passes, you can't have, miss wide open guys, um, and you got to play more physical and, and make tackles defensively. Um, you can't allow a team just to run all over you like that on defense. So now that New England Patriots are the, your top. AFC team who's your five your top five teams from both conferences so yeah and you know I was you know waiting to kind of put the Patriots in that top five how they would play against some good teams now you had the Bills and then you had the Titans uh, prior to that so they've now they play like some good teams and they're they're winning so um, they're in my top five now I still have the Cardinals Packers Bucks ahead of them Uh, I have Patriots at number four, and then the Rams right behind them. So um, the AFC is not as good as the NFC, um, but you know I think the Patriots are at this point the best team in the AFC. Um, you know I think I have the same top five, except I don't like the Rams anymore. I would put in the Chiefs at number five, uh, even though you know the Chiefs they're not winning like they used to, but they're still winning. Mm-hmm. And they're winning ugly, and I think the defense is being fixed. So I would definitely have the Cardinals, Green Bay, and Pack and the uh, Bucks ahead of the. You know they're gonna. It's only one team out of those three that's gonna come out, right? So I I honestly think that the AFC right now belongs to the Patriots until. So basically, they get a bye week this week, right? And then they go. I think. At Indy after the bye week, mm-hmm. um, and I think they're six and one in the conference. I have to double check, but I think they're six and one, maybe even seven and one, because the three losses were NFC losses. Um, it was a lost loss to the Bucks, Cowboys, Saints, and then they have one loss against Miami. So yeah, so they are they're seven and one in the conference. I, I think that they're gonna they might get the bye week let everyone else just duke it out yeah but you know they still gotta like they, they got some tough games uh, still coming up right you got the Colts did you have really have just two tough games yeah you got the Colts and then the bills uh, and, and, and then maybe from there. maybe Miami's kind of resurging but not really right you don't trust Tua I mean neither do I but you know they're beating teams so good for them yeah but what I, I guess what I'm trying to say is like they can't just like not continue to play well and execute because sure they're nine and four and they have the most wins in the AFC but right behind them uh, are you know are, is still Tennessee Tennessee has eight wins uh, Kansas City has eight wins you, know, you talked about them winning um, and then you still got a lot of seven win teams like Buffalo being one of them Cincinnati being another charge they gotta play you know it's gonna be a battle uh down the down the road these next two weeks if they win these next two games 
I, for sure, I think they're going to probably end up with like the number one seed. I can't see them losing uh, to like Jacksonville and even Miami. Uh, and I know Miami's playing better, but um, you know, we'll, I, I think they're in good position. They're in great position. I predict that they would get what eleven wins this year. They're already at nine, so they're certainly going above my expectations. Um, you know, uh, I, but I do think the season is there's still a lot of games left. And uh, some of these teams um, will, will give them a, a ch- you know a challenge to run for their money towards the end. Well, this is the thing: the Buffalo, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, mm-hmm. which the Bucks won against Atlanta, which was they made it seem more difficult than it was, but they did it. So, if Buffalo Bills lose to the Bucks, they'll be seven and six. Wouldn't you say that that division is? basically the Patriots division oh for sure um it, it, it may almost be there right now you yeah. know um but for sure if, if the Bills go out and lose and they're seven and six uh this week and the Patriots you know they got their bye like you said um it, it might be a wrap for the AFC East um because I don't think they can they'll be able to bounce back especially having even you know they they have a tough schedule too the rest of the way having to play the Pats again so yeah, I mean, I feel for the Bills, you know, there was a lot of talk about, well, they won the AFC East last year. You you loved he has a mindset yet. I don't think it's him. I think that team is just, and I was listening to Chris, I think it was Chris Sims on, but I was listening to, a, you know, or maybe it was pro football talk this morning. Uh, and they were talking about the Bills just being, not being built correctly. Um, they're just not physical and big enough i guess they, they are physically just not big enough on defense and then offensively i mean their other receivers outside of digs are not good um they gotta get some weapons more weapons around they don't always stick to the run game and matter of fact if it wasn't if the weather wasn't like that they they, they wouldn't have ran it um as many times as they did so it's so- not it's to me you eliminated it on the coaching staff? Uh, it's partly coaching, partly GM, and, and like how the team's constructed. Um, I, it, in my opinion, I think Josh Allen, I told you, I think beginning to see, I think he, I had him in like the third best quarterback in the league. He, the way he's played the last like few years, I, I think it's, you can argue that he's the, the best quarterback in the league right now. Wow. He's the best quarterback he has yet he led really doubt he'll return and you still crown him as the best QB I do I mean again right now I, I mean Aaron Rodgers better than I, Tom Brady he's not smarter than Tom Brady but physically <laughs> more gifted absolutely he, uh, he throws, you know what if I was to start a team I would still take Tom Brady over Josh Allen well you know t- Tom Brady is a, a the vet but if you put um, I guess what I'm trying to say is if, if you put Josh Allen on the Bucks, there's they're definitely a Super Bowl contender, right? Yeah, Brady makes a difference, right? Brady is, you know, not just the attitude, preparation, all that stuff. You know, he that experience that he has makes a huge difference. So I don't I don't wanna undersell that, but you put Josh Allen on that on, on a team with Mike Evans and uh, Godwin put up uh, he's gonna put up ridiculous numbers, but you know, I think there's just too much. You're asking too much of your quarterback. Um, 
and and you've been doing that for like the last few years but again this year he has 97.5 ranges looking at his stats 26 touchdowns already just 10 interceptions and then running the ball he has 422 yards rushing so i mean he does it all you know i think he's physically um he's probably the most gifted quarterback in the nfl right now well, you you can drool all you want about Josh Allen. He's not winning a championship, and he's not, you know, you can have the tools. Cause we talked about this a little bit. He's like, you know, you can be like a Mac Jones who goes to quarterback camps and see was like able to walk, and it's you know goes through all the very raw. And until you know you kind of fine tune all those. All that rawness that he has because I, I do think that he has tons of potential but he's i don't think he's crowned winner i think that you're looking at him as what his abilities are but he's not a winner yet and he hasn't proven that he's a winner well no one is a winner by themselves right so brady didn't win those super bowls by himself you know you have to have a good team around you uh, there's plenty of quarterbacks who are great in the hall of fame they don't have a damn super bowl to speak of right so you know, I I don't. I, and it's not to say winning isn't important. He's already proven to me that he can lead a team like Buffalo. Remember, you just think back to where they were without him, to where they are now. That you're talking the like last couple of years. One year they were a Super Bowl contender. Let's be honest. But at, huh? the, at the beginning of this year, they were a Super Bowl. You everyone thought of them as a Super Bowl. Yeah, contender. one year one because they. Basically, they didn't become a Super contender until last, last year. year. Right. And now this year, it, they're dropping like flies. But but my point is, if you think about where they were to where they are now, just one person making that. And, and it's not all him. Yeah, Diggs is there too. And, you know, they, they've added a few pieces as well. But he, he's made such a huge difference. Um, and again, I think if they can put some pieces, some more pieces around him, um, he's going to have a lot of success for. Um, I don't know if he can win a ring with the same team the way it's constructed, but he's going to put up a hell of a lot of, of uh, great numbers. So that's for dang sure. Yeah, he can put out all the numbers that he wants, but until he wins, it doesn't matter. Because look at him. I was looking at um, the the Bills against the Patriots the last eight times that they played him. Uh, they're only two wins and their two wins happened to be last year mm-hmm. when it was a COVID Patriots didn't have all the players come back it was a Cam Newton experiment so they they swept them last year and all of a sudden including me I'm not gonna afraid from the hype including me I was like oh this is a real pretty good Buffalo team but you know I feel like they're crashing back to earth hard not just lightly because i think other teams are like ravens are lightly crashing uh you know i would even say the titans but that's because of the injuries but then it's like you know you still got the cheese you still got the patriots even your you know the steelers who would beat the ravens just last the other night i i think that you know, there's a market correction going on right now. That's what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. The the good teams with the good coaches that are not attacked by COVID are making the correction and saying, you know what? We rule 
we're the much we're the better team and i think that's you know the chiefs the patriots and i would say even the titans when they get derrick henry back are gonna make that correction and i feel like buffalo bills as long as bill belichick is there with a good team and a salary cap which by the way is gonna go up next year so they're gonna be able to bring in more free agents I think the Bills are going to be looking up. It is. It's not going to be easy for them or any other team. Um, not with Bill Belichick being in the league. Now with another quarterback who appears to be the next up and coming. You know, whoever you you know Brady or whatever you want to call him. So, yeah, they're they're Beach is going to make it difficult for all teams in the AFC. Not you know not just not just Buffalo. Um, but like I said, you know, if I if I just looked as at the Bills as a team, I just don't like the way they're constructed. I don't like the choices they make when they when I see them play offensively and how much pressure they put. I, I can say the same thing about the Ravens too. I think they put too much pressure on Lamar, and a lot of that has to do with the injuries that, that they face this year. Um, I think the Chiefs put too much pressure on Mahomes, um, and it, it's backfiring this year. You know, um, so I you know you have to have a well balanced team uh that's what the patriots are um and the bills are just not well balanced no and i mean they they made it in the playoffs in 2017 for a nine and seven so it's not like you know they're they're progressing they're progressing they're just not doing it overnight and i think that you know that defense is good against you know teams that have a high flying offense. I think they the way that the GMLs defense was like your your fastest guy is not gonna score against our fastest guy. And that so it's almost like they built the defense to stop the Patrick Mahomes, to stop, you know, the Herberts. Mm-hmm. It's like you're not gonna outpass us because this defense is fast. But yeah. then you have the Patriots who are the opposite of that. They're like no, we're not gonna score. We're not gonna a high flying score. We're just gonna play smash football, right? Smash mouth football and just put it down your throat. So, I, I, you know, like you mentioned earlier, it was just a bad matchup. So, the Bills, like you said, they they uh, they come out and face the uh, um, the, Bucks. the Bucks this week. Um, you want to get into predictions now before we talk about the Bucks game, or you you want to wait? Uh, let's talk about the Bucks game because they played Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and those seventeen points, I originally had them as a thirty-five to seventeen win with those points coming in the garbage time. But they they didn't come in garbage time. They actually, this was actually a, a kind of decent game, right? It was a weird game because the uh, the Falcons moved the ball up and down the field. Um, so, and they, they weren't, I don't think they were ever in the game, um, and had a chance of winning it, but they kept it. They were just being annoying. I think, um, Brady gave up a pick six, uh, and, and outside of that pick six, uh, the Falcons only scored 10 points on offense. So you can't say, you know, offensively, the Falcons play that great. You know, Matt Ryan, looking at his stats, he's 31 for 40, 30 for 41, 297 yards. That's okay, but no touchdowns to, to go with that. 
Uh, Cordell Patterson had 78 yards rushing. Again, okay. Um, Russell Gage, you know, he went off for 130 yards receiving. They just didn't put the ball in the end zone to make the game competitive. I think that's what it comes comes down to. The Bucks defense played really, really well. They had five sacks. Um, so they're finally starting to show up. And then, you know, as far as the Bucks offense, I think, like I said last week, they're starting to get things going now with Gronk being back. Um, I don't know what's going to happen to A.B. He might not even be on the team come the end of the year. But w- even without him, they were able to roll, um, you know, um, Brady looked good. He was impressive uh, once again, with the exception of the pick six. And Fournette, you know, what what can you say about him other than I think he's one of the top 10 running backs in the league. He's catches. He has 58 catches so far for the year, um, which is really, really good. I think he's on pace for like 80 or so catches. Um, so he's been great and you know, I think they'll lean on him a lot uh, the rest of the way, as they did last year in the playoffs. Uh, it's good to see Godwin uh, have a great game. He had 15 catches for 143. Gronk had two touchdowns. You know, everybody got involved, uh, and the Bucks, you know, put up 30 points. And again, outside of the pick six, I think they played an okay game. I did say they would get to 40 points and never made it to, to 40 points, um, but they, I think they still took care of business. Yeah, Fournette is definitely coming out as an all-around back that can catch and run. He only had 44 yards rushing, but, you know, the, I feel like they were trying to save him. You know, uh, Ronald Jones is becoming a real disappointment. I don't I don't think that he's going to get picked up in a new contract. I don't, what do you think? What's wrong with Ronald Jones? Why isn't he putting up... Because he is younger than Fournette, right? He is. And honestly, so his Ronald Jones' his first year was, was not good. And then, you know, his sophomore year, he was really good. Um, I think Ronald Jones this year is just doesn't have the – is not getting the opportunities. Um, running back is a position where you need to, like, get, a, you know, a bunch of carries to get in the rhythm. And he's only getting, you know, three, four opportunities a, a week. Um well, so, they only carried for 17 times. Yeah. So he's just not getting the touches. But this happened last year, right? So if you look, it was a complete opposite last year. All throughout the season, it was the Ronald Jones show. He was blown. He blew it up. He was amazing. And then he got hurt a little bit, banged up. And then they, you know, they went to Fournette. And Fournette, you know, you know, he, he ran all over the field at the end. So it became Fournette show. The same can happen this year. Fournette could potentially go down, and then Ronald Jones steps right in. So what I'm trying to say, I'm not too worried about him. I don't think he's a bust. I just think, um, like, you know, many teams, you need two really good running backs. That's what they have. But only one of them is going to get the bulk of the carries, and the other one just needs to stay healthy. That's what his job is, is to stay healthy and come in and, and you know, spill your starter. Uh, from time to time and you know if you know god forbid Fournette goes down you know you're 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 the guy up so i think he's gonna be fine i the only thing that kind of worries me is that tom brady threw for 51 times that's kind of a lot right uh you'd, you'd like to see them run the ball a little bit more um but you know 
I mean, this is you're not gonna get a well balanced Tampa Bay Buccaneers, right? I mean, they got they got Tom Brady to toss the ball to throw it, right? Yeah, but I mean, he's had games where he's thrown it less than that. That's for sure, right? They've had games where they ran twenty something times. Um, so, you know, I I think I'm just saying, is he gonna throw fifty one times against the Bills this week? Yeah. Again, going back to what the Bills have done the last two weeks, uh, Jonathan Taylor and and now Damian Harris, it, you should they should not throw the ball fifty times. They should be running the ball thirty plus times with Fournette and Ronald Jones. So, you know, I don't I don't see him having uh, you know a fifty attempt game. You know, I I think you're going to see a lot of carries from just based on what the Bills have done. You're going to see a lot of carries from Fournette this week. So do you expect a low-scoring game? I do. Um, lower than 40 points, which is what I had predicted last you know, last week. Um, so I think this is going to be – you know, I didn't even put a prediction down yet, but I, I think this is going to be a lower-scoring game um, this week. I do think the Bucks are going to win. I think they have things rolling. They'll keep continue to do that. I'm going to say the, the Bucks score 27 and uh, I'll give the Bills. I think they're going to bounce back offensively, but they're, they're going to struggle a little bit. And uh, I'm going to give them 25. Uh, so you said, so you think the Bucks are going to score 27 points and the Bills are going to score 25? Yep. So you think that's that it's going to be uh, a two-point game? Yeah, so the so the looking at the spread, the Bucks are favored by three and a half. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna say that it's gonna go under that. The Bucks gonna win by two points. Yeah, I just I mean, see, this is the thing that worries me is that the your the Bucks secondary is so so, and the Buffalo uh, defense up front is 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 garbage. But I think it's meant to stop people like Tampa Bay like a high flying so I agree with you that Tom Brady is not going to throw it 51 times but I don't think that um, they're going to score 27 points I think it's going to be like I think that they're going to be more it, the over, over and under is 53 points I think they're going to go above that I think it's going to be a high scoring game and I think it's going to be 35-31 so you, you, you think they're going to score a lot then? Yeah, I think they're going to score a lot because I think that they're going to run the ball and I think Buffalo is going to be like, no, no, we're going to have eight men, nine men in the box. You're not. Because I think that this is this loss to the Patriots was like a slap in the face. Yeah, I don't think, see, I think against the Patriots, especially in that those conditions, you, you can put eight on the box a game against you can't do that against tampa bay it doesn't matter how bad your run defense is if you decide to do that brady's just going to check out of the run call and throw to evans or godwin or gronk or you know Brait or whoever um and he's going to beat you that way so i don't think this is a game that they'll be able to just come up and try to stop fournette um which is why i think Fournette's going to have a, a big game, and Ronald Jones might see some uh, some run as well and have a decent game. 
um, I think if they commit to trying to stop the run, they're just going to get blown the hell out um, if they try to do that. So, And now, offensively for the Bills, I think I do think the Bills will be able to move the ball uh, a lot better. Um, they're not going to be able to run the ball, but they don't want to run the ball anyways. Yeah, they don't want to run the ball. <laughs> yeah. That's why, you know, I feel like they want to unleash Josh Allen. Yeah, and, and, he, and they'll be they, able to do that. And they'll be able to do that because... Even the secondary now, the Buffalo secondary is also hurting. So it's, you know, I I do see a lot of points in this game. I I think that they're gonna fill each other out, and then when they f- figure out that neither team really wants to run the ball, they're just gonna start chucking it. Yeah, well, we'll see. I, I'm gonna go a little bit lower. You see, what did you say the over under was? Fifty three. Fifty three. Yep. Yeah, so I have 27 uh, to 25, so that's uh, 52. So I'm just right underneath, under that. Uh, The next game that we're going to read Baltimore, which we both, you know, when I think back, I actually, I was going to make Pittsburgh Baltimore my upset special. Mm -hmm. And I, listening to you and Joel, uh, you guys basically talked me out of it. Yeah, I was yeah. like, you know what? It's true. You know, the Steelers are just a mess. I, 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 I expect a blowout. And that's not what happened. What happened? Yeah. I mean, this is what the Steelers do. They kind of reel you in. Um, what happened is the defense came out and did a ridiculously good job um, against Lamar and, and the group. So they uh, not only got a, a pick from Lamar, but they sacked him seven times. Um and you know the ravens you know they they were able to run the ball pretty fairly well you know first part of the game but they kind of went away from that uh at the end but um the steelers just did enough offensively uh at the end of the game Uh, beginning of the game they didn't do jack shit um they what they scored three points i think it was at halftime it was uh, seven to three at halftime. Right. This this game was very hard to watch. It was. It was a snooze fest. Um, neither team really did anything, but you were more concerned. At least I was more concerned with what you know, the Steelers because they haven't done anything all year. Um, but when you realize like how good the Steelers defense was playing and Lamar was not gonna, I think by the end of the third quarter you're like, okay, Lamar is not gonna like kill them. You know, they can keep the Ravens in control. Um, Big Ben got it going in the in the fourth quarter. Um, and he ended up with like with you know with two touchdown passes. So, um, you know, I I think it's it it's a uh, it was one of those games that neither team, you know, is playing well um, offensively right now. So you're not getting good football. The Steelers' defense just happens to be playing a heck of a lot better, um, and um, they they were able to put a lot of pressure on Lamar and kind of. Uh, definitely save them at you know. Well, I don't know if they save them at the end when they th- decide to go for for two and missed. Um, Lamar just missed the throw. I, I know TJ got some pressure, um, you know, in Lamar's face a little bit. But he just missed that throw to to win the game. So, uh, but I think the defense played really well and kept them in it the entire time. And you know, Big Ben just did enough uh, at the end to 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 get them the the lead. Yeah, I mean. The Steelers, when they win, they win ugly, right? And and the Baltimore Ravens, when they win, they win ugly. So it was like ugly versus ugly. It was like the battle of the ugly offenses. And I think that, you know, for most of the part, most of the game, we saw the Ravens 
basically hog the ball, but for nothing. Mm-hmm. I mean, that time of possession in the first half was ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, and they still they had no point. They had seven points, and that was, you know, they got lucky, I think. And it was just horrible game. Uh, 23 to 36 time of possession and still the Steelers pulled I mean the Steelers pulled it out on a defensive play mm-hmm. which was you know like you said Lamar just threw a bad pass mm-hmm. uh, yeah it was just do you think they saved the season like for another week at least <laughs> uh, maybe right so but I, again I'm not going to the Steelers, this is what they do. They reel you in, give you some hope, and then they kind of let you down. So they got a really crucial game this week. It's a short turnaround. They had a 4 o'clock game. Now they got a Thursday night game. So it's, they're in a bad position right now, uh, unfortunately. Um, but I think just based on the comments you heard right after the game and uh, yesterday and, and today, they, they're focused on the Vikings. Um, they, you know, It was good that they beat the Ravens. But they are—they're going to go out and try to try to win. So they're—they're they're a team that Tomlin has really focused uh, this week. Um, you know whether or not it leads to a, a win. You know I—I I, I don't know. I'm not very confident. Um, and this I'll, game is in Minnesota, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, because the Vikings, you know, they're up and down, right? They sometimes they look great, sometimes they look horrible mm-hmm. against against the Detroit Lions they look horrible uh so what what do you think that this is gonna be a good game for them or a bad game it's a tough one to call so the Vikings are favored by four um I do think the Steelers are gonna win at least that's what I wrote down and, and we both uh we'll get to it but this is gonna be uh my upset special too um I, I have the Steelers winning an ugly game once again um, I think part of the reason it's going to be ugly is not just what the Steelers do offensively, uh, but the Vikings are going to be without, I think, Dalvin Cook once again, and now without Adam Thielen. Um, he got hurt this past week, so I, if I'm not mistaken, he's, it looks like he's not going to be on track to play this week. Um, so they're going to be hurting a little bit um, with their personnel, So, and it's a short week again, so... You know, I think this plays into the Steelers' hands a little bit, and I think they can uh, come out with a win. And that's, you know, I'm going to predict that they they beat the Vikings 17 to 13. 17 to 13. So you're you don't think Cousins has it in him to like have a good game? Oh, I think he he has it in him. I just think this is going to be the best defense. Uh, that he'll face, uh, as, as, at least from the pass rush perspective. Uh, we still give up, like to me, like way too many yards on the ground. Um, but again, and I know Madison's a really good back, and I'm sure he'll play well, and they'll they'll look to run a lot. Um, but if he gets in, if Kirk Cousins in those crucial situations, third and long, or if the game's on the line, and he needs to make a play, and and the uh, the Steelers can pin the ears back and go after him. You know, with our pass rush, uh, I think T.J. Watt and the rest of the guys are gonna have. A, you know, they'll be able to, to get to him. So, um, you know, game game flow is gonna be important. If the Vikings get out get out to an early lead, I think they'll win. But if the Steelers, for whatever reason, uh, get up on them, 
um, and they need, you know, the Vikings need to play from behind. I think that's going to favor the Steelers. Yeah, I mean, I have the Steelers also winning, but I have them winning fourteen to seven. I because every time I watch the Steelers game, they always have a slow start. I mean, even this game, even though they didn't get the ball much in the in the mm-hmm. first half, there was still like something like three, three for yeah there was a lot of three and outs they were like three out of 12 on third downs yeah. they just it starts very slow so I, I i don't think that they're gonna you know by halftime it might be seven zero something like that i don't know it's just it's such a slow game for those i you know what big ben he's retiring c'est la vie man because even watching the steelers it's just you just you just don't see like the offense and he has weapons he has Najee harris he has claypool even though claypool sat for a lot of plays right there was a lot of plays where he was on the bench he was just looking and i was like why yeah why are you sitting your best player down and now i guess uh that guy is the best player now what johnson well i think johnson was to begin with but i think claypool Everyone look look at him as like a really potential another potential number one uh, on on the team, and you know I don't know if he's going to be that necessarily. I think he's our deep threat. He could do some great things because he's so physical and stuff. But um, you know I I think you know to 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 go back to what you were saying about what the Steelers do. I think every game when I watch them play offensively, it's like they try to stick to this game plan. Uh, of like being slow and methodical and going to their playbook and running through these plays uh, and try to get success and you know you can tell like that's not what Big Ben wants um, and that does hasn't worked either. Um, one and it's not all it's not just Big Ben. I think a lot a lot of it is is you got an O line that's you know suspect. You got receivers who are fairly young. Um, tight end is a rookie basically Eric Ebron uh, isn't really playing he's been hurt so um, so you can't you know it's hard to kind of get into a flow with with those with with that situation but I think what happens usually is is if they're down they kind of go into like a no huddle approach and it big Ben just takes over says he said I'm just gonna you know call the plays myself or call the routes myself and hope that the, my receivers by now are on the same page with me. And the last couple of weeks, they have been on the same page. You know, they're running the right routes. They're making the right reads. Um, and he's doing uh, the right, you know, he, I think he's building some confidence in them uh, as well. So, you know, we'll see what they do. I think they'll try to come out and go, you know, by the book again and try to stick with their plays and um you know if it doesn't work i think they'll abandon it sometime in the second half again yeah this this um i was looking at the schedule and there's not really that many games that we i definitely want to see i mean i definitely want to see the cowboys washington game or at least the outcome because that game should be interesting and then i definitely want to see what the outcome of that uh monday night game the rams against the cardinals yeah that's gonna be a good game um so this on paper right the washington well it's not even on paper 
I think most people will think this Washington-Dallas game is a really good game just because the way Washington has been playing and Dallas until this past week hasn't really been playing that well. But I think Dallas, their, their receivers are back. That's number one. Um, this guy, their running back, is not healthy whatsoever. But they have a backup running back that they, that they trust who might be even better than Zeke. I think Dallas is going to get it going. Um, and they, once they get going, it, they're going to be, you know, it's going to be, it's not going to be good for like the Packers or Cardinals or the Rams if Dallas starts to get things going offensively again. Like they did, you know, the first part of the season, the first couple weeks. You know, my only issue with Dallas is that they don't have a really good head coach. I think, I don't really trust McCarthy. I think that, he had a good quarterback in Aaron Rodgers or A.A. Ron back then. And I think that with Dak, he's a good quarterback, but he I don't think he has the experience, right? He hasn't been to the NFC Championship as a quarterback. I think he's still growing. So that is my only concern because I think Dan Quinn is doing a good job with the defense, but I just don't, don't trust McCarthy. So... Uh, they only given them four points, so I don't. Vegas is kind of iffy about them. So I, I, I thought it would be a full six and a half, maybe seven. But the fact that Vegas is only giving them four points, I don't know. It is, it is in Washington, so I'll, I'll say, you know, I'll, I'll say that um, it's in Washington. So It's next week. Washington again. So they win this game. Uh, you know, we can assume they'll beat the Giants. Um, you know, then they got Washington again. That that'll you know this time will be in Dallas. So that that's what I'm saying. I think they can start to get things going. They already they're already at eight wins, right? So they could you could be looking at like ten wins. Um, you know, come Christmas. So I think you know they're they're gonna get things going I, I, I can see them making a making themselves really competitive and being a good situation in, in the playoffs the other game is the uh, Rams Cardinals so I think this is a must win for the Rams not so much the Cardinals I think that if the Cardinals beat the Rams they drop to eight and five uh, behind the Cardinals behind Green Bay behind the Bucks. So you can almost say that they drop all the way down to fifth place. Um, I, and maybe the Super Bowl talk was just premature, right? With the Rams, I mean, I'm not going to, whether they win or not, I'm not going to count them out. They'll be at eight and five. And let me see what they, you know, ha- they got left on their, their schedule. Um, so they got the Seahawks. It's, you know, I don't know if it's going to be an easy game. Russell Wilson's been up and down. Then they got the Vikings, the Ravens, both on the road, and then the 49ers. So not an easy schedule. Um, you know, they don't want to go out and lose this game. Um, but I, I think it's not if they do lose, it's not necessarily the end of the road for them. It, they probably won't be the number one seed um, or probably won't be in a position where they can get to a number one seed. Um, but I think they'll, they'll still – easily make it into the playoffs and be a, a strong contender once they get there i just don't i don't trust stafford 
on the road maybe at home he's a different quarterback on the road i just don't trust him and i think that if they lose this game and then they drop either the ravens or diners game and they go to you know let's say six losses i do see them as having to perform on the road and you know if you have to play the packers at home or the the bucks at home it's totally different team yeah and we talked about the bucks already right so you know they they're at nine wins right now they win if they win against the bills that gives them 10 the uh, packers have the bears so you would think that they should win that so they'll be at 10 you know the rams they're sitting at eight they lose their eight and five that, that's why i think it's going to be hard for them to kind of get into that number one seat if they if they lose the, if you know they lose this game and they're already chasing you know the cardinals like you said at 10 wins right now they'll be at 11 if they lose um but i think they, they have a good team I, I do have some concerns about the rams defense especially against the run i think they can be beat um but it wouldn't you know it wouldn't shock me if they 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 win this game what's the spread on this game arizona is favored by three yeah yeah this is um this is gonna the next you know two or three games for everyone is gonna pretty much shape where they mm-hmm. stand absolutely as far as uh the playoff seeding is concerned um is there any team i guess let's start off with the uh afc is there any like who are the who are the bubble teams you think that are going to make it in at this point do you see for example like you think cincinnati's a lock to get in there's they're seven and five right now the Bengals. well they have a bye week this week right so who the teams that are on bye week are the colts the dolphins the patriots and eagles so they're they don't they're facing the 49ers so you know the 49 the sis is only favored by one point so vegas has this matchup as being you know equal almost equal basically but do you think they get into the playoffs the Bengals in that division yes yes because i think that they come in second to they might even be better than baltimore i don't know it's just baltimore to me is it's like it's like your team last year they were 12 and 0 but it was not like convincing 12 and 0 so are you are you counting both pittsburgh and cleveland out at this point in the AFC? well i think i'm counting out cleveland mm-hmm. what, what about in the afc south like tennessee i think is you know i think we both think they'll they'll make it uh do you see the colts at seven and six right now making it because they're on the fence i think that if they lose to the pats they'll be seven and seven right the uh the colts so the colts are they you said they're off this week yeah they're off this week and they got the pass so yeah they'll be at uh seven and seven yeah it's gonna be tough for them to make it because the chargers are playing new york this week so i'm gonna say that that's a victory for them they're gonna go to eight and five and I think the Chiefs and Chargers come out of that division. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know if I, I don't disagree about the Chiefs. The Chargers at the beginning of the year, I said they're they're a team on the outside that's better. That you know they're on the outside looking in. 
And I'm pulling up their schedule now. You said you said they got the uh, looks like they got got the Giants this week. The Giants, and then the Chiefs, and the Texans, Broncos, and Raiders. So they should be able to get in. <laughs> That's a pretty easy. Yeah, they should be able to get in, but you just never know. Especially, I mean, they're missing Keenan Allen, like you said, uh, potentially with COVID this week. You but just, this is a good week to be missing your yeah. best, one of your best players. Yeah, I, there's so many bubble teams in the AFC, like. If you were to tell me in the season that Pittsburgh found a way to get in as bad as they're playing, I wouldn't be shocked. You tell, if you tell me Colts figure out how to get all the way to like the number one seed, I wouldn't be shocked. Um, you know, Kansas City at eight and four. If you tell me they lost, you know, the rest of the games and they missed the playoffs, I wouldn't be shocked. So the AFC is like, um, it's, to me, it's just such a mess. I don't think the Chiefs are gonna miss the playoffs i think that they they're definitely gonna win the divisional games um let me see the Colts schedule so Colts have the patriots loss the, then they have the cardinals that could be a loss then they have the raiders and then they have the jaguars so basically they they it's a possibility that they go two and two for the rest of the of the games left so they could be nine and eight. That might be enough. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's it's gonna be so hard to predict at this point. And I'm just going trying to think back to what my initial choices were and what my midseason choices were. It's gonna be you know, it's gonna be a great next couple of weeks. Uh, and these next two weeks are so pivotal, like you like you said, for all of these teams. Um, it's you know it's gonna be it's gonna be entertaining that's for sure well i'm looking at my mid-season picks for the afc and i can i had the bills at number one with the patriots at number two and that flip flop mm-hmm. uh the afc south i still have the titans the nfc north i had the ravens at number one and then the Bengals are number two, and then the Steelers. So I have to, I actually have three teams coming out of the AFC North, and none coming out of the AFC South. So I don't, I, I didn't have the Colts making it at all. And then I have the Raiders in the West, and you know how that's turning out. Mm-hmm. So I actually, you know, it could be the Chiefs and the Chargers, and then one of the three teams in the AFC North not making it. And to be honest, you know, I think that it could be either the Steelers or the Bengals who don't make the playoffs. I, at this point, I'm going to say both the Steelers and the Browns are going to be the teams that are the outside looking in. I think Bengals, are, if depending on what's going on with this guy's finger, um, you know, if he's not seriously hurt or anything, uh, they'll figure out a way to, to get into the playoffs. Um you know, now the Steelers go out and win this week, and they're seven and five. Then, then yeah, maybe they got a, a shot of getting in. But. Who are the Steelers playing after they play uh, the Vikings? Uh, let's see. After the Vikings, pretty sure they got a pretty tough schedule. So they got the Titans uh, at home. Uh, then they're at Kansas City. Um, wow. You know, on twelve twenty six for the Chiefs, and then they finish up with the uh with the browns at home and then the ravens on the road wow that's that's a tough schedule mm-hmm. 
that's a tough schedule. But I, I mean, the Steelers can beat the Ravens, obviously, because they did it. Uh, can they beat the Chiefs? Can they beat the Titans if they don't have Derrick Henry? Can they beat the Browns? The Browns are definitely beatable, but I feel like you have to score points in the Browns. And I don't know if, you know, Steelers can, can score points, you know? I mean, they. when was the last time that they went over 30 points? Uh, was it this season? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> They haven't. Wait, wait, wait. No, I think no, they, they had a they, team. They had they, Chargers. Yeah, they lost the Chargers forty-one to thirty-seven. But outside of that, they hadn't scored thirty points at all um, this whole season. So, yeah, I don't, I don't know. That's gonna be that's tough. That's tough. That's a tough schedule. Uh, yeah, that's. And how many how many wins do you give them? Eleven, and I gave them. Uh, I gave them eight. I don't remember now, but I think I gave them what's the over and under for for them at the beginning of the year. So the beginning of the year, the over under. Oh, let me check. So it was eight and a half wins, and we both went over. Mm-hmm. I gave them nine wins. You gave them eleven. Mm-hmm. Do you still think that they can get to eleven? No. Do I think they can get to nine? That's going to be tough. But I think if they get to nine, they can definitely get in the playoffs. Uh, if Do you they, see if they, two if wins? They, they're already – so you, you picked them to beat the Vikings. That's your upset special. there. Yeah. So that takes them to seven wins right there. So do you see two more wins in there? I think Cleveland could be one of them pretty okay. easily. What's the, the other win? That's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, that's honestly the problem. I don't think – I don't know if they'll beat the Ravens t- twice in a row. I don't – for sure don't see them beating – Kansas City now Tennessee is a team that's hurting a little bit um you know uh maybe they can beat Tennessee um but I think best case scenario to your point is nine wins that's the best case scenario is that they get to nine wins uh worst case scenario you know they're they're a 500 team yeah I mean yeah let's 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 hope that because if the Steelers make it in, they're definitely going on the road. And they're either facing the Patriots on the road. That would be awesome. <laughs> or they're playing the Tennessee on the road. So, yeah, let's let's hope for, the, for them to make it in the playoffs. Because that would be a great game. A great uh, Sunday game. Because I think they do the, the, the wild card games on a Saturday, right? I think so. I think they do the wild card and the division games on Saturdays. So yeah, um, yeah. It's, this is this is getting down now. Getting down to the nitty gritty, right? That's right. That's this is it. This this is it. Make or break for everybody. I think a team feeling the best out of all of these these teams. You know, maybe it's the Pats. I think the Bucks have a lot of things that they should be excited for as well. Um, I think the Steelers obviously are just holding on for dear life at this point. But this this is it. I think uh, you know the the Pats and the Bucks are in good position, and they kind of like hold their destiny in their hands, if you will. Um, I saw I saw that they did the the statistics for this the Bucks versus the Pats in the Super Bowl, and it was like a ten percent chance. Mm-hmm. 
uh, uh, do you see do you see that in the future a Bucks Pat Super Bowl? No, I think I honestly think the Pats probably have a better path at this point. The way the AFC is going, they'll have a better path because there's no team in the AFC that's like head and shoulders above, you know, above the Pats, right? We I have them number four overall. But number one in the AFC. Uh, on the other hand, um, the Bucks. It's not a sure thing that they're getting to the Super Bowl. I think they're the best team. But you got the Cardinals, Packers, uh, Rams, the Rams, the, the Cowboys, which I think is a, a team that'll challenge them. There's a lot of competition. Uh, there's going to be a lot of competition for them to to navigate through in the playoffs. So, you know, I think the Pats have a better chance of getting there. Uh, and things can be a little bit more difficult for the for the Bucks. Okay, let's say hypothetically it's the Pats versus you know one of those a- NFC teams. Uh, and they let's lose. the Pats are gonna lose. The Pats are gonna lose. You don't think? Because you said that against the Rams, and the Pats was like, no, you're not you're not scoring. Every Super Bowl that the Pats been in, it's been a boring Super Bowl. Why? Because they control the pace of the game. Mm-hmm. Never gets out of hand. So, you know what? If the Pats make it, and it's one of these high-flying offenses that can score tons of points, you know I'm going to go with the Pats every time. Well, you're going to go with the Pats regardless because you're a Pats uh, fan. So you're going to go with them re- regardless. Um, you know, I... I'm just looking at like I mean, the Pats are on a really good winning streak now. What is it, seven games in a row? Seven games in a row, six and zero on the road. Yeah, they haven't so, lost on the road. You know, and, and even looking at their losses, it's it's not like they have necessarily been blown out, right? So they lost to the Cowboys, thirty-five to twenty-nine. I thought they were going to get dump trucked by the Cowboys. Cowboys. They lost to the to the Falcons, nineteen seventeen. I, again, I thought that was going to be a blowout. Um, so maybe it will be be close uh, in the Super Bowl if the Pats are in it. Yeah, if the Pats are in it, I'm just going to warn everyone that listens to this podcast: is the Pats are in the Super Bowl, just get your pillow, don't even throw a party, <laughs> just get a blanket, just watch the game in the dark because it's going to be a boring game. A or fest. you or you can play games you know during the super bowl you can play games you can play some spades or whatever dominoes whatever but the pages will win the game it's just a you know unless by some miracle it's the new york giants which (laughs) we know they're not gonna make it so yeah the only you know if if ultimately and i know i'm dreaming right now but if ultimately it's a pat's bucks game is it this the the most Super Bowl hype you ever seen in your life? For sure. It has to be. I mean, like the storyline there, Bill versus Brady, like you the first matchup was like, okay, who who is, is it? But now you'll be in the Super Bowl talking about, okay, really, for real, who who was it? Was it Bill or was it Brady? Um, yeah, there's gonna be there would be a lot of hype for that for sure. I mean, I think that even your grandmother, your sister Everyone, because, you know, when you look at Tom Brady, 
he attracts a lot of females of the female kind right they don't know anything about football but they see tom brady's face and they're just like who's that with the you know with the eyes with the sleepy eyes whatever and then when they see bill belichick you know he does the whole monotone like yeah, yeah, yeah i really like yeah we play well yeah you know he just talks like that no nobody likes him he's not a very likable person so automatically i can just see the stories and their narratives and all that stuff so yeah i'm i'm very exciting and i'm praying that you know actually this is let's i'm gonna just rant a little bit because you know this week i did a lot of team futures right mm-hmm. and i you know it wasn't a lot of money but i was like you know what i think the patriots can win the division you know what i think the patriots can be the conference oh you know what coach of the year i think bill has this oh you know rookie of the year i think mac jones has it so i put down tons of future bets right i was if everything felt like i i proposed i thought it was gonna propose i would have made a killing and then i find out on saturday they returned all my money and i was like this is kind of strange why would you return all my money and then i found out that some pellet judge down in miami decided that no 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 no. if you're gonna place a bet on a sports book you can't do it on the app you have to do it in person florida get your shit together wait yeah i i agree we should get our stuff together but it's a slippery slope <laughs> that you're heading down to be honest and yeah it's it not a slippery slope you know i told you this when the pages were four and four back in right after the halloween i was like you know what I think the Patriots might win this division. And you were like, no, no, it can't happen. So I looked at the, you know, the plus minuses and I was like, wow, this is, you know, the time to put money down. And sure enough, God has a way of like saying, no, 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 you're not going to win this time. You're going to come out even very disappointing very disappointing (laughs) very disappointing florida because if this was any other state you know let's say colorado massachusetts you're you're acting though like it's a lock for all this stuff to happen listen i believe in my team and i believe my eyes and i believe what i've seen and this is a complete team it's not a complete like player for player but this is a complete team yeah well I think the the one that would give me, I think so. What was the bet? Was it the the them winning the division? I could see that happening. Them, them winning the division, then them winning the conference, which was actually, you know, they were like I think when I when I placed the bet, it was like plus one thousand. Now they're, you know, plus five hundred. Yeah, it's still not a lock, but it, it can happen. Back in August. They were plus three thousand. Yeah. So obviously, I guess I was still mad over the whole Kyle New thing. So I was like, you know what, this team, you know what, they're gonna stink. Blah blah blah. I was so upset that I was just like, nah, they're not, they're not worth my money. But now, yeah, 
I don't. I think the hardest one, honestly, would have been like for me when I heard the, it would be Bill Belichick winning Coach of the Year. I don't. I don't see that happening. I think he's in. You, you can argue he's in the top like five, but he's the top, the top candidate. Because now, if you go online, he's like plus two hundred. You're not gonna get a lot of money if you bet on if you. So so, it, and again, I. To me, Kingsbury is that his name? Kingsbury, whatever his name is for Cardinals. The uh, I, even though the Bengals lost, I, I would think they got to be if they make the playoffs. He has to be a, a candidate and a strong candidate to me. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess we'll find out right when the season's over. But I'm just like, I'm just saying that even if, even if I would have lost, I would have lost. You know. Not a lot of money, right. but now, but if I would have won, I would have won tons of money. I would have been like static. I would have thrown a Super Bowl party mm-hmm. because obviously the Pats are in the Super Bowl, but none of that is happening. Thank you, Florida. Thank you, whatever judge in Miami decided not to make it legal to do sports betting on on an app. So, yeah, that was my rant. That was my. Uh, my uh, little uh, story to tell. Do you have anything else that you want to add to this wonderful conversation <laughs> that we're having? No, man. I um, It's been a, a busy week for me. Uh, I had a lot of stuff going on. I am excited about Thursday. I think you're coming over to watch the Steelers, right? We're going to do it at the house um, on Thursday. Yeah, because you know there's that big Sex in the City thing. Yeah, so our wives are they're out of commission. Uh, so it's just gonna be the guys, um, and you know we'll see. You know I'm excited for Thursday's game. I kind of need this. I've had a stressful week, so I'm hoping the Steelers don't add to that stress on Thursday. I hope we can get out with, you know with a win this week, um, and I'm excited for this week uh, for sure. Yeah, this. I mean. W- I'm already I'm already booked for Sunday, so I'm gonna miss all these games because uh, I'm gonna spend it with the family. But you know, other than that, I think that those those games, the Monday night games, and then the Cowboys in uh, Washington football team game, those are two good games that you know I'm I'm kind of anxious to see what the final score will be. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that. We want to say thank you, and you know the many, the few that are out there that are supporting us. We want to thank you. Thank you very much. Much appreciated. Yeah. So, and with that said, peace out. Peace. Thanks again for listening. Please send your questions and or suggestions to shut your mouth podcast that's shut ym podcast at gmail.com you can always reach us via twitter at shut your mouth podcast or dm us at the gram at shut your mouth podcast again s-h-u-t-y-m podcast until next time see ya peace